Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Business with Bordeaux podcast. I am your host, Jason Bordeaux. You can find me over on Twitter and Instagram at JasonBordeaux1. And online, the website is businesswithbordeaux.com. So, uh, yeah, we thank you for joining us for another week here on the show. This week, we have an interview with Mr. Marcus Carey. Now, Marcus Carey is the founder and CEO of vthreat.com. So if anybody remembers the whole talk of the Russian hackers, and presidential elections, or if you're heavy in the business field and you, you keep up with uh, the things that's been going on in the past decade, you know, you'll hear about Chinese hackers and things of that sort. And so what, what, what Mr. Marcus Carey and his business does is they actually go into an enterprise's security system, their internet program, the intranet, and into a, all of their systems and they run simulations of hacks to find out where all the weak spots are. And then you can figure out how to fix it with that. And so it's really very unique, very, very niche down kind of skill. But we had a great conversation. We talked about a lot of things other than just that. And um, so he even told me I needed to strengthen up my password skills, which you know I was pretty upset about because I absolutely hate passwords. I hate passwords with a passion. So, you know, it's going to be rough for me to adjust to that. But anyway, before we get into the interview, I want to shout out Mr. True Strength Apparel, Aaron Simpkins. Uh, you can check him out at truestrengthapparel.com. And uh, hopefully we'll be working together to get some uh, some cool things going, uh, some opportunities for y'all to get some free apparel. So, uh, so make sure y'all check that out and hopefully it'll go through. And uh, but yeah, in the meantime, make sure you check it out because you may be able to get one of those shirts or something, you know, free. Maybe I don't know. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. And so, also, I want to thank WordPress Stand over at wpstand.com. We had him on the show a little while back. He was talking about WordPress and speaking of security, he does some WordPress security as well. So, uh, so kind of ties into today's interview. So, anyway, uh, without further ado, here is my interview with Mr. Marcus Carey. Alrighty, welcome back to the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you for joining me for another interview. And today we have a fellow brother in Christ, Mr. Marcus Carey, and he is the founder CEO of vthreat.com. And they specialize in imitating hackers and things that are used to uh, break in, manipulate your website, and just do all sorts of terrible, bad things for you. So um, I'm going to let him talk about that a little more thorough, being that he is the mastermind behind it. But uh, anyway, so uh, the website is vthreat.com, and you want to check it out. So uh, I thank you for joining me, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, brother. Yeah, man, I appreciate you being here, and shout out to Lavoisier Cornerstone for linking us up, and uh, he's been doing a lot of that lately, great networking there, and I appreciate it. And uh, and you were actually the first name that he gave to me and said that you were a really smart guy and um, and thought that you'd be a good fit for uh, to, to share your story on this podcast. And so I thank you for taking the time to do it. And, um, and if you don't mind, man, I'd love for you to give a little bit of, uh, you know, just a little bit about yourself, your background, and, and kind of what led you into this area of, uh, of, of work and what led you up to wanting to start your business. Yeah, so uh, a shout out to my man, uh, Lavasio. He's, he's amazing. Uh, we have the same kind of personality. So 
Uh, we love to debate. Uh, <laughs> we love information. So uh, that that's like my brother from another mother. He's he's so funny. Uh, we you should hear uh, if if you you know you you know him. So uh, me and him uh, we'll call up and we'll have two to three hour debates on anything. It's funny. So uh, <laughs> that question did did you give him the scoop about BlackBerry and the the security Because I know he he talks about that on the Periscope sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I sometimes I give him scoops, but uh, I, I that dude is the most, one of the most well-read people I've ever met in my life. That dude knows about everything. So right, we, right. Uh, he, you know, he's super smart. So every once in a while, he'll ask me stuff that he he tips me to stuff. I, I'm not really. Uh, <laughs> I'm so busy like doing my business and my head down. Uh, I ended up I ended up finding out a lot of stuff from him. So he, it's a it's a it's a symbiotic relationship gotcha, with us. Gotcha. Yeah, man. So, uh, so yeah, if you would just uh, kind of share a little bit about your background and what and what it was that led you up to wanting to start uh, V Threat. Uh, so um, I'm, you know, I, I was a uh, I'm from a small country town, uh, about three thousand people. <coughs> Excuse me. So in that that town, uh, it's called Marlin, Texas, and uh, and and coming from there. Um, there's there's not a lot of opportunity, um, but one thing that my grandmother made sure it is we we went to church every Sunday. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I grew up with um, what kept me out of trouble was I had a, I had a fear of God, uh, and and uh, I, I had a fear that you know I, it was so funny because I remember one of my older cousins he said he said Marcus you ain't never going to jail and I was like why he said you too scary. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was I, I was that kid that like didn't want to want to do nothing wrong, and and so when it came up to me uh, being 18, uh, I, I joined the Navy. I joined the U.S. Navy, and then uh, in the U.S. Navy, I was blessed because I did good on my my what they call an ASVAB test. It's the aptitude test. Uh-huh. So they <clears throat> they told me that uh, you'd be good at two different jobs. Uh, you could either do nuclear engineering in the Navy. Which just sounds pretty hot. <laughs> or you could do uh, cryptography, uh, where you work with computers all day. And so I was like, "Wow, cryptography!" And like, you know, what do I do? I said, "Well, it's it's classified. We can't tell you exactly what you do, but you know, you work with computers." And right, so, right. so at eighteen, you know, coming from a you know very poor background, like many people do down south, uh, especially being African American. So um, I just had to had to just been blessed to do well in that test, and uh, that's where I see the first phase of like God having a hand and and putting me in the right situation because right. I didn't know this, but at 18 uh, I got cleared with the top secret clearances in the land, with all the caveats on it and the highest of highest clearances, right? So I'm working at NSA and for NSA when I was 18 years old. So that's insane. Wow. So, and um, so they got me into a very. Uh, when I was eighteen, they sent me to crypt- crypto school. So I learned how cryptography works, how to learn how uh, signals intelligence works, to learn all, all these different top secret stuff work, and how to spawn people and all this crazy stuff, right? And so, yeah. So that was my life at eighteen years old, uprooted out of a small town, no technology, you know, chopping wood. You know, and all this, all the country stuff. All right. And, you know, being thrusted into, you know, high technology, 
bleeding edge stuff. You know, I was we was using stuff back then, 20 years ago, that is just coming out on the internet now. So it was like light speed ahead of the, the world. Wow. So that's kind of how I got into so cryptography and working for NSA. That that that's the precursor for all this cybersecurity and all that stuff that's happening in in the real world now. I mean, you know, cybersecurity is hot, but you know, protecting data and stuff like that. I've been doing that for 22 years now because I was blessed to be able to go into the, the Navy and do a cryptography and actually work at the NSA, did security at NSA, built networks at NSA. And so that gives me a lot of street cred when it comes to, uh, you know, the industry. Like, oh, he worked at NSA. So, right. So, so growing up, did you, did, did you always want to be in the Navy? No, man. Uh, <coughs> growing up, um, uh, I, I just was always fascinated with, with technology um, and wanted to build stuff. Um, I'm 42. I was a MacGyver fan back in the day. <laughs> A-team fan, Knight Rider. So all that, that technology type stuff. <laughs> and I, I might be a little bit older than you, but uh, all that stuff, man, I, I was kind of fascinated with technology. So, so I also was a pretty good athlete. Uh, I played basketball. You know, started on varsity, uh, all that stuff. Uh, you know, I wasn't the most talented athlete, and I was a little bit short and too slow to get any D1 offers. But I, I could, I could ball, and um, so I thought. You know, I, I spent, I devoted so much time in the basketball that I was like, yeah, this is, this is my way. I want to make it to the NBA. But then uh, you, you kind of learned that uh, God always has a plan. If God wanted me to be in the NBA, I'd have been six five and had a forty inch vertical. <laughs> I'm five nine and slow. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go for the NBA. So uh, what he what he did bless me with he he blessed me with a a, a really good memory and a, and a way to put stuff together technology wise. And so uh, so the ASVAB test, the you know having having you know like I said God made me for this kind of stuff. Right. And having the ASVAB test and just following that wave like wow the Navy recognized that I'm good for that stuff, and then. The Navy puts me in a career field, uh, you know, where, you know, where I'm 19, like I said, and I'm working on these multi-million dollar systems and learning from people that are beast um, at, at technology. And, and just cra- it's just crazy, man. Right, right. That's incredible. Yeah. So m- moving along ahead. So did, uh, you, did you get out? When did you get out of the Navy? So I got out of the Navy in 2002. Uh, this was. This was after 9-11 and all that stuff, too. And um, so uh, I was stationed at NSA when 9-11 hit. And, um, but uh, funny enough, uh, you know, how, how, life, how life works out. So I joined the Navy in 1993, um, and I'll, I'll get to how I got out and stuff. But I only wanted to do four years in the Navy. Uh, and when I got to Scotland, I ended up getting, you know, finding my wife and getting married. And so... Uh, they say when you go to Scotland, you either come back drunk or married. I came back. <laughs> um, so came back with her. I had to re-enlist because I, at the time we had we had our first kid, uh, and so I was like, oh, I better I better stay in a little bit longer. Right. <laughs> so ended up being stationed back at Fort Meade, and so Fort Meade, Fort Meade is where NSA is at, and so tons of different civilian jobs. So I was working with people. The military, you know, probably 
doesn't make a lot of money. And uh, so, um, you know, you know, everybody from the hood where I'm from is all about trying to make as much money as they can. So I got there, I'm making like $30,000 a year in the Navy. And I'm working with people that was making 120, 200. And then many times, like, technically, I had more skills than them. But so uh, you'd be almost crazy if you didn't get out to military when you was at Fort Meade, (laughs) when you could get out and work for these contractors that was like making all this money. And so that at that arc in my life, I was like, let me let me chase this money. And so uh, that's where I started chasing money. I got out the military, which was good. And, and uh, I, I became infatuated with trying to make as much money as I could. And, uh, and from from a uh, from a spiritual perspective, that wasn't healthy because I did make a lot of money. <laughs> you know, right. getting out, you know, making six figures. Oh my God, this is this is this is awesome. And, you know, and and just chasing money from an employment perspective. And so that's kind of like what what I did when I. That's why I got out the military to chase money. And were you just working for other companies? So um, so I can, I can continue on that. Uh, so we um, so got out the military, uh, working for contractors, and uh, again, uh, at first I was supporting the National Security Agency. Then I worked. Then I worked for other. Uh, other contractors, but like I said, it was, it was all about, you know, how much money can I make uh, doing this technology thing? Uh, and a lot of people, uh, a lot of people want good jobs. A lot of people want to make good money. But uh, when I was chasing money, I was never satisfied. I always right. wanted And so, um, but I was working for other people. And, and at the same time, like, you know, having that, you know, like I said, I, I grew up watching MacGyver and all that stuff. I wanted to build stuff with my own hands. And so I tried to build my own like consultancies a couple of times, like where I would, you know, people pay me to do security or do networking. Uh, <clears throat> again, so made, you know, made made really good money, you know, and never was really happy, and and always trying to chase 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 the money. So um, then I ended up working for a couple of government agencies, and then uh, I got a job with a company called Rapid Seven. That company just went public last year. And this was like a startup, right? These guys, um, and and if you don't know, uh, startup the startup world is you raise a bunch of money, you know, Rapid Seven. I know they they raised over fifty million dollars in wow. funding, and um, they went public last year, have over four hundred million dollar, four hundred million dollar market cap. So this is like doing it big, like you know, I don't know any movies that describe it, but. Uh, it's kind of like a, you know, boiler room, like where it's like really intense and, and you're calling up people. And so that was my first experience. But again, the, the, the moral to this story is the whole, that whole thing was about chasing money, going public, all that stuff. So it's a whole, it's a crazy animal too. Right. Uh, so, so that thing of chasing money, trying to do this, this fast, this fast life where, you know, money is the motive kind of thing. And, and and so, again, not fulfilled, very stressful, all that stuff. But the cool thing is I did grow up uh, in the church and all that stuff. And so eventually um, <laughs> I, 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 came, I came back closer uh, to God and, 
and trying to focus on what God had for me. Right, right. So, what was it that made you decide to uh, to start your own company? And uh, and, and as I understand, uh, you had to do some fundraising for that. And so, how was uh, how did all that um, kind of take effect? So, the craziest bit of my story is how I started my current company of V Threat. Uh, so, and actually, uh, Lavarcier is in this story. This is the funniest thing ever. All right. So, um, so. But by almost like probably about four years ago, uh, I started, you know, I actually got I actually got let go from that job at that technology company that was moving fast, making making good money, all that stuff. Uh, and even in the security industry, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of famous in the security industry uh, from from the hackers and all that stuff. Right. I'm well known in that community. So I have this name, work for a hot company, this, that and the third. And it's it's almost like being a rapper or something. <laughs> <laughs> the hot label, you know, all that stuff, yeah. right? That's kinda how how I was. And so I got let go from there. It wasn't a good fit at the end of the day. Uh and then like for the first time in my life I was kinda I was unemployed. Uh so what I did is I, I started doing a little bit of consulting, but at that point I was kinda dejected because I never was happy. I thought working for the hottest company for the hot you know, have you know, making, you know, well over a hundred thousand dollars a year. I thought that stuff would bring me some kind of peace, but it didn't. And um, so ended up getting, you know, sometimes God is his guys always working on us like that. And I'm like, man, I don't even want to do technology no more. So I wanted to 100% walk away from technology. And so this is a this is going to be a weird way to find a found a company. But check this out. Follow me. So um, I started going to a church here. Uh, in Austin, I live in Austin, Texas. Uh, my, my the church that I go to is called Hill Country Bible Church, and uh, that church uh, I started going. And me and my wife, me and my wife were both both believed in God and all that stuff. And um, my wife was raised Catholic, um, and uh, so I was I was raised just like a, a Southern Baptist. <laughs> so, you know, so a fire and brimstone baby. All right. Uh, so so in it, going to this church. I ended up volunteering a lot at this church, uh, doing uh we, we have what they call cart ministry. It's a big church, so we have we have carts, you know, golf carts. We go grab people from their distant parking lots, and so did cart ministry. And through that, actually, um, went, went to church when I, I went to a men's journeyman group there, right. and I ended up uh, part my group. Uh, was the facilities uh, guys? They are they you know pretty much the janitors of our church, and uh, where I saw other people gravitating towards the pastors, God put me with the facilities people, and so I started volunteering doing facility stuff there, cleaning up, you know, being a janitor at my church. So I'm a technology guy, <laughs> I have a master's degree in techno and, and network security. So I you know. Six, six years worth of education in that area, I guess. So I can build websites. I can, I can hack anything. You can tear them can, down. Yeah, I can break into people. <laughs> I can do all that stuff, right? But here I am. <laughs> I'm doing facilities, taking out trash, fixing lights. Uh, you know, helping. You know, church got flooded by AC, fixing that. Back, you know, like. I'm a I'm a janitor at this church. Right. 
and I'm volunteering three to three to four times a week. I'm spending so much time there. My wife, uh, my wife accused me of uh, belonging to a cult. <laughs> so, and so what I found out there, and this is the, the morals of that story. Again, this is about how God builds you and, and, and how he makes you is that uh, I learned that the guys that I were working with there, all of them had background in construction or something related to building houses and stuff. Right. So their whole life, and they, they were these guys are older than me, they have been, God prepared them for that role at the church. They knew everything. These guys are MacGyver. They can build, they can fix anything, build anything. And I'm like, dang, you know, it hit me. I'm like, wow, God prepared them for, for whatever they're doing right now. And this goes back to uh, Daniel, you know, and how God prepared him for his situation. Or maybe, you know, um, and David and everybody. Like, right. everybody in the Bible, Noah, like, you can look at their background. Their background prepared them somewhat. Uh, Joseph and his brothers throwing him, you know, uh, you know, brothers selling him or whatever. So all these different biblical stories about about how God put people in different places. I'm like, wow, you know, God put them people and you know, my these these guys are my my they still meant to be to this day. <laughs> They're beasts in the word too, but but God prepared them for what they were doing for our church. And so I was like, man, God. God took me, uh, he, he gave me an opportunity when I was 18 to work for NSA. <laughs> That's pretty hot, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I worked at the Defense Intelligence Agency. I worked at Defense uh, DARPA, which invented the internet, did work there. Um, I worked at the Defense Cybercrime Center. Defense Cybercrime Center, te- I taught government agents how to catch hackers on their networks. Huh. So this is like, like, uh, if you were to look up, you know, uh, you know, thousands of people that have that kind of experience, there's not a lot of people that do that. So I was like, man, this, this is kind of like what I'm built for. Uh, and so, crazy enough, I, I was listening to nothing but Christian hip hop, and I and I'm I'm a fan of the God Over Money crew and all that stuff, Bizzle mm-hmm. and all. And so I heard Lavoisier, uh, and I sometimes I, what I'll do is I'll follow these people on Twitter. And uh, this is where it, this is how my company started. This is where I'm getting into it. This is so funny because it's true. So I see Lavoisier uh, on a feature or something related to God over money. And then I go see this guy's Twitter page. And on his Twitter page, it said, Hack, a rapper turned hacker. <laughs> yeah, that that is on there. <laughs> So I'm like, wow, this dude's a hacker, and he's a Christian too. So, I'm like, you know, you know, and I, I'm I'm a hacker, <laughs> you know. That's and, funny. And I'm I'm a believer too. That we made I made the work do something with this guy, and uh, through that, uh, so when when he when he was talking about hacker, he was actually doing code. He was building code, where I was breaking into stuff. <laughs> so, uh, so. I always make fun of him. I'll tell him I'm going to be a rapper next. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a hacker that turned rapper. So, <laughs> so based on that, I, I started doing these uh, hacking classes. And I'm when I'm talking about hacking, I'm talking about breaking into stuff. So I started doing these online hangouts. Where, or last year actually came in. And he was one of my my students that I was training. So I started t- teaching them how to hack stuff and how people hack. Uh, I brought my cousin in, 
Uh, and uh, actually, Lavoisier has an older daughter, and I she's about twenty something now. And I, I taught, I was teaching her too. Right. So they were my interns uh, for for hacking stuff, and I was teaching them all this stuff. And so I, I was like, yeah, this stuff's so easy, you know, you know, you could automate this, you know, essentially. So like one week, I said, hey, yeah, you know, how I was telling you guys how you know this this stuff is easy to do, and you can automate it. Well, I wrote a program to automate it. And then I was like, man, this is actually, this is like a product. I could probably sell this, right? <laughs> this is pretty hot. Uh, but, and so ended up getting funded for it. I ended up raising $600,000 to start a company. Wow, wow. Uh, and it was, but the crazy thing is I wanted to give up on, on uh, technology. I didn't want nothing to do with technology. And uh, and through uh, through Lavoisier and, and my cousin and, um, Lavoisier's daughter, I ended up uh, trying to help them out. And then, you know, almost found like how God came in there. It's like, well, you know, since you're helping these other people out, I'm going to, I'm going to bless you. All right. And I'm going to, you know, this idea of it being super easy for anybody to imitate hackers came from me trying to teach other people that. And that was, like I said, I wanted to give on technology. Dude, I was going to go to seminary, man. I was like, because I, I have a, you know, I was in the military, so I can go to college for free. So I already have a master's in, in technology, like in network security. I was like, I want to go to seminary. I want to be a pastor. <laughs> but in that, God says, well, you know, I put you, and this is what God revealed to me. God put me in a situation where I'm a technology beast, you know, acclaimed in the industry. You know, I don't, I don't have a big head or nothing. But other people think I'm freaking smart, right? So that's kind of like, oh, Marcus is the man. You're the real deal. You know, right. that's the stuff I all the time. Because um, uh, when it comes to hacking stuff, I get busy with it. So, <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like, wow, God set me up for, for this. And, and we can all be on mission. And, and, and if you're a believer, you just have to be a witness wherever you go. You can't, everybody doesn't have to be a pastor. You know right. what I'm saying? So you can find your mission and and uh and I tell people that I, I kinda took the scenic route where I kinda thought that I have to be a pastor or something like that to make a difference and in, in, in all that. And what my brothers on the uh, in my church and the facilities team is God is preparing you for whatever role that you're in. So I have a super unique background, um and and that background uh, I believe, and 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 it's coming to fruition because God has blessed it tenfold. I've raised two million dollars for my company to fund it. Wow! And I'm from the hood, dude. I'm I'm a <laughs> hood. I don't know nothing about venture capital, um, but God has put me in a situation to learn about that, and so and that's why I'm like totally amazed uh, with how God works and and to be able to to help me find. And it's not even an overnight thing. You know, people say, like, you know, overnight success always took many years in the making. Right. But I, I can look and say, when I was 18, I was working for NSA. And I was doing all this cool stuff. And and, and along that whole path, um, I w I've worked with, like, the top hackers in the world, period, uh, when I was at NSA. When I left NSA, I worked with famous hackers. And there's always been some famous dude and like very beast mode dude that God has put me under. 
So multiple mentors uh, are on, uh, you know, are inventors of hacking stuff that everybody follows. And so even, even having that pedigree, the NSA and working with all these other hackers that that's gave me all this credibility towards my business. And, and, uh, and uh, again, like I said, I wanted to give this whole thing up and God was like, oh, I had a plan for your whole way. You didn't know it though. Right. So, and that's how I started the business. Awesome. Awesome, man. So with, uh, with V threat, when you got started, was it, were you kind of on your own doing it or did you have a team with you? Yeah. So another, another thing where, yeah, so I'm, I'm a technology guy. So I built website front end, back end. I programmed the back end in this, this language called uh, Ruby, uh, Ruby on Rails. So I, I was able to build everything myself and which is a, which is a, a blessing to be able to build the front end, back end, and because that stuff's not, it's, it's not easy to a lot of people, and it, it wasn't easy to me. Um, but I just haven't been crazy enough to try to do it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, built all the technology myself. People like technical founders, like they like Mark Zuckerberg, he built Facebook yeah. itself, you know, pretty much uh, from a technology perspective, he coded all that stuff. So, people like people that can code and all that stuff. So, uh, again, it's like, me not knowing that all this stuff would matter in the future at the same time, learning it all, doing it all. And at the end of the day, having an opportunity to execute on it. Uh, you can, it's, it's just a God thing, man. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. It's amazing. Like more people know about the tech founders right now than any other type of founder, Jeff Bezos, Steve jobs, Mark Zuckerberg. Like those are the guys everybody knows about now. So yeah. probably yeah. more so than Sam Walton. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he, his his vision, uh, as well. Like, um, everybody has a, a really good vision, and I love his story is amazing too, Sam Walton. Uh, but I, I would say that um, having a, having a really good team is what matters to a lot of these people. Uh, so you wanna you wanna have uh, <clears throat> you wanna have somebody that knows how to. I mean, this could be one 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 person, but uh. What I found out is that, that uh, they want you just have to be able to sell. Right. Uh, that's the main important thing. Yeah, you have to be able to build too, but uh, you have to be able to sell whatever it is that you, that you're going for. Right. And a lot of people, I don't. A lot of people uh, don't realize that. So even be, having the technology is all that co- is cool. You just at some point have to understand how to make money. Uh, doing doing what you do, and I'm talking about for 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 profit business, uh, and actually nonprofit same thing. There's a lot of Christians who try to do nonprofits. At the end of the day, you got to take in money. Yeah, you got money because you have to be able to fund it somehow. So you always have have to have a way to to make money. So I, I recommend that people uh, be more willing to form good teams, uh, have somebody that that's good at at, at multiple different things. Um, Funny enough thing uh, is that, and everybody has a different personality type, and I recommend that people, uh, there's this, this website called 16 Personalities. You ever heard of it? Yeah, I've, I've taken the test up there. Yeah, so it's weird because was it accurate to you? Was it accurate for your personality? Very. It was on point. It was amazing. Yeah, so in that, I took that personality test, and I found out what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
and it was like scary accurate and it told like and and i actually figured that out a little bit ago because i'm a i'm a big dreamer uh i can code i have great ideas but sometimes i suffer on the actual implementation execution side like uh, so people have to understand what they're good at and that website's a great way to do that (laughs) understand what what you're good at and what you and what you're not so good at and then you need to team up with people that can actually help you with those weaknesses there was their strong points and also people get in and starting a business a lot of people argue over a percentage of ownership and all that stuff and oh it's my idea uh the truth is ideas are worthless to be honest with you there's a million people trying to execute on the exact same idea. So there's no, there's no, so there's a good saying, there's no billion dollar idea. There's only billion dollar execution. Man, I just did, no lie. The article that I did this week, this will come out a couple of weeks from now. I just did an article that says it's all about execution. And it is that exact idea that you just shared. <laughs> That's amazing. That's, that's perfect timing, man. It's awesome. Awesome. And uh, by the way, I'm going to have that 16personalities.com link up on the show notes for this episode. So y'all can go check that out on the uh, businesswithbordeaux.com. So yeah, but that was super accurate for me. Then my wife took it and like, she didn't think it would work, but it is like, it's on point. And uh, yeah, I, the same thing here, man, it's funny. So uh, for everybody uh, and so um, we were talking about my, our, our, our mutual friend, uh, Lavasier. I wonder, uh, I want him to take that test too. <laughs> because uh, I found out I'm a debater. That's what I, I do. I'm always yeah. trying to Always, uh, I mean, you can say I'm argumentative. And, uh, and, and what's funny about that is I'm like, man, I, I, I kind of understand myself better now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I know. It, it is amazing, though. I love it. I love it. So but totally vital for business, man. And a lot of big companies do that. A lot of companies, and this, uh, I think there's this test called Myers-Briggs and everybody does the same kind of test, but it's, it's important when you're building a team and trust me, uh, it's easier to win with a team and you have to match and you have to see what, what am I good at? You know what? And don't lie to yourself if you're starting a business. Don't don't lie and say, "Well, I'm good at all these things. I'm an accountant." No, you're not. Get an accountant. <laughs> you know. A lot of times we I, want to be good at certain things, and we try to convince ourselves that we are too. Yeah, and don't be afraid to give up equity in order to to build that team. Right. And I see so many times where people are like, "Oh, it's my idea," so I I'm the majority owner, share you know owner. Well, maybe you're an idea guy. And you could get a business person that's a really good execution person that compliments you, and maybe you should get you should split you should split that, you know. Yeah, I listen to uh, I think a lot of people that listen to this probably also listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, yep. and he tells people a lot of time like there's a lot of people that want to start tech companies that know nothing about tech, and yep. he'll ask them, do you have anybody on your team that's a tech guy? And they're like, no, we want to outsource that. And he's like, no, you need to have somebody who knows tech. Yep. And yeah. so, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I've been Gary for a super long time. Um, <laughs> another thing that I tell people to watch, I love Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, uh, also, uh, you do you watch The Prophet and Marcus Lemonis? I do not. Well, 
Is yeah. it a TV show or a YouTube page? So it's a TV show. Um, it's on MSNBC. Um, but you could get some. You could find it's on Hulu as well. Uh, but it's called what? Show, it's called The Prophet, and The Prophet is P R O F I T. Okay. So um, this guy, he, he goes into companies, and he's all about execution. So he goes into companies, he invests money, uh, and he uh, he flips companies. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he wants put money in, looks at the business. This is what you need to do to, to be good at that business. But if you're doing a business, all, all, all the listeners out there, uh, that's the best business-related show I've ever seen in my life. Because uh, it it go it call, it talks about your cost of product. It talks about how do you make a profit on that unit economics. I mean, this blows my mind. And right. and it talks about um, you know if your business fails, uh, it's your fault. And 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 he kind of makes people take ownership of that. So um, yeah, that's best show best show ever. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I hear people talk about it's the the economy shut my business down. The you know this that and the other, and it's like look at the end of the day, you're responsible. The the economy is not responsible. They make it possible, but at the same time, you have to take that ownership of of being able to keep it sustained no matter what the market does. So yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I've been doing is uh, working. Uh, bring in people that can help out my business and giving them equity. Uh, so I, I recently, my most recent move to do that is uh, I'm a part of Techstars. Have you heard of Techstars before? Uh, I don't think so. If you can check that out. It's a great resource. Some people may be, that might be of interest to some people. So Techstars is a technology accelerator and it helps people like me that, that found companies. Uh, you give them an equity stake to your company. They give you money. And they help you execute. Okay. And so um, my my managing director, uh, you know, he's he's done amazing things. Like he started one company. They they raised this company. Uh, they started this company. The company uh, essentially raised two million dollars in funding, uh, and they sold the company for fifty million dollars in eight months. Wow. So so stuff like that. So TechStars is 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 an accelerator to help you understand how business. Now that's a quick exit, is what they call it. Yeah. But the deal is, you partner with people that know how to do those kind of things. And so one of the lessons that that uh, in he's 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 my mentor. His name is Amos Schwarzfarb. So Amos says that that when you build a business, you want to make sure that external factors like the condition of the stock market or whatever that that, that if you build something that has value no matter what the current situation is, you're going to win. Amen. Amen, man. I, lo- I love that you said that. <laughs> yeah. So people get it twisted. You know, they, they, they talk about these outside factors and all these different excuses, but yeah. And the they build something that, that matters to people, no matter what the current situation is. Well, and it's amazing because I hear people, um, like I heard a story about, um, some actually heard from Dave Ramsey, but he was saying that there were, uh, he he was at an, he had an event, and then there were uh, two different landscapers there, and then one person said that he had to pretty much shut his business down to do something else, and then the other guy said that his business grew, 
And it's because one guy was doing something right, no matter what the economy was. And then the other guy shut down because he couldn't maneuver that economy well. He couldn't adjust. And so, yeah, I love that you said that because that's one thing that I try to, you know, tell people is, you know, you got to know how to navigate, you got to learn how to navigate through anything, period. Uh, Whether it's political, economics, you know, no matter what it is, Um, even your personal life situation, you got to learn how to navigate that too as things change. So that's true. Now, Techstars, is that T E C H S T A R S? Yep, yep. Techstars, all one word. Cool. Awesome. So I also have that on the notes. And um, all right, man. So uh, I want to kind of jump in a little bit to what you actually do. Uh, you mentioned it a little bit, but you said that you actually build programs that test the security of sites. Yeah. So uh, it's not. So it's not websites. It's enterprise. It's an enterprise play. So okay. my business is, is is focused on big enterprises. Uh, so uh, a couple of our customers are big hospitals. We have a big government agency. So we can act like a hacker on the inside of their network. Mm-hmm. And it, we do all these things that that looks like a hacker. We we uh, we can send you know fake data like credit cards, medical records, and all that stuff. So we built we built a smart uh, like uh, it's almost like AI, <laughs> kind of gotcha. like uh, where it imitates bad people on your network uh, because you know organizations have spent thousands, in some cases millions of dollars on protecting their network internally. And, and uh, our product helps test that out. Right. So y'all could have helped Yahoo? Yahoo, uh, the NSA, Edward Snowden, Home Depot, Target, all those different people. Yeah, we can imitate the bad guys. We could have imitated all those hackers so they could they could uh, calibrate their systems gotcha. uh, to work. So that's kind of like who we're selling to. Yeah, because I know that Yahoo break, uh, I, you know, I got a Yahoo account. And whenever the hackers started messing with it, like every like two or three times a day, I'll get an email that says someone tried to access your account and it's always from Yahoo. And, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so a couple of tips, uh, Gmail is the best for security. Uh, so if, if, uh, you, if you have to use, uh, so if you have to use, uh, if you have to use, uh, you know, Email, I would recommend using uh, Gmail because Gmail has the best protection. They have geographical uh, features that, like, if somebody tries to log into your account from Russia, it'll block them. Uh, in any account, on all your accounts, you should do uh, two step authentication. A two step authentication means when you log in, it sends you uh, a code. Uh, there's a couple different ways to do that. It's like simple, simple. Uh, Simply, the simplest form of that is you log in and they send you a token, and that token being six characters or some numbers, and you type it in to get in. That way, if somebody does uh, get your password or something, they would have to have your password and your cell phone, which is highly unlikely to log into your account. Right. And Google supports that on all their different things. Uh, so, if you're using a service uh, that you know, if you're using any service to build your website. If you have any kind of WordPress site or anything like that, I would recommend that you find a way to implement two-step authentication. If you have-
Gotcha. What about some, uh, how about, how, how about websites like, or platforms like Weebly or Squarespace and those template sites, are those pretty safe? Yeah. So I, I think it's a wise decision to use those. And the reason why is because organizations, uh, if you had a full-time staff and a lot of people are trying to start up businesses, they might not have some kind of crazy technical staff that can watch out for vulnerabilities and patches and all that stuff. So it totally makes sense to kind of outsource that, that responsibility to services like you mentioned, because the, the real thing is they actually have a staff that can patch your systems and, 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 and update your WordPress or update their backend or update their database you know, it's like that that song. Ain't nobody got time for that. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> building something from scratch, and like most people are, and you, you're bootstrapping it or you know on a shoestring budget or whatever. So I totally recommend using those services uh, because it gets it gets uh, you don't have to worry about the security nightmares of patching systems and all that stuff. Gotcha, gotcha, awesome. Now I feel better because uh, my my actual business with Bordeaux website is run through Squarespace. So yeah, I totally recommend that. Awesome. Cool deal. So, um, so yeah, man, is there any other, um, kind of things that, that you would suggest people to look out for, uh, in terms of their online presence and, and protecting, um, pr- pr- protecting any kind of information or credit card, you know, accounts, anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest thing I can tell people, um, is, uh, don't, don't use the same password on every site if you can. Uh, there's a there's a couple of different sites, LastPass or OnePassword. Have you heard of those? I think I've heard of LastPass. Yeah, so both of those are password management systems. I prefer to use I, I use OnePassword. Okay. And so what they allow you to do is they allow you to use a different password on every site. The reason why this is important is because when one website is is hacked. If they have your email address and they have your password for that site, if you use that password on multiple different sites, they're going to be able to log into all your accounts. So say if they reach Yahoo and you have the same email account, they're going to try to use that credentials on Facebook as well. Right. And then I'm going to go to this and type. So they're going to own your whole digital life, right? Amazon, like, you know, where you probably have your credit card store. They're going to be able to buy Amazon stuff. And uh, so um, don't use the same password. Avoid password reuse is the, is the game there. So okay. use a password manager to help you manage the different passwords on each site. Um, second thing is if there's a two-step authentication, some people call it two-factor authentication, mm-hmm. always use that. Uh, Facebook offers it. A lot, a lot of people you, or your listeners are probably on Facebook. Use it on Facebook. Facebook can text you a, a special code to make sure it's your, your cell phone. Um, I would avoid using uh, email because if somebody does have your email password, they can just log in anyway, right? right so all yeah. is what we call in the security world is out of band, meaning that, that it's going to be hard for them to compromise your cell phone too. So your cell phone's out of band to the hacker. Um, and uh, Google does it too. Uh, stay away from using, I know some people, especially sometimes it, it kind of hurts me because believers tend to use old technology <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> uh, don't put anything related to Jesus in your password. 
or any kind of Bible verse, because those are the main uh, what we call dictionary attacks. Right. This is attacking a Christian site, and I've seen this in the past where they attack Christian sites, and all the Christians' passwords were, you know, "Thank you, Jesus," or. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. so variant of some kind of their favorite psalm or. You know, whatever, right? So don't use anything related to the Bible <laughs> for your password. Right. Uh, some uh, people are going to be heartbroken now. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Just give it, that's real talk. It's just like, you know, that's how me and my man Basta, Lavasi, we like, keep it real. People do that all the time. So two-factor authentication, don't reuse, don't reuse passwords. Check out one password or last pass. Uh, always use two-step authentication. And that's the best advice I can give anybody. Gotcha. Because I tell you, I'll be honest. I hate passwords. I hate them with a passion. I'm always having to reset my password all the time. And uh, so, I mean, I understand the importance of it, but I just, I really despise them because I'm all, because I have so many different accounts and everything. And it's just like, I can't remember my password. (laughs) You know, what's funny though. And and this is, this is not the truth. If you use two-step authentication, even if they had your password, they can't. It doesn't matter. Right. So that that's that's one benefit of having that. So if you use the two the two-step authentication, you won't have to worry as much about it. Okay. Cool deal. Definitely. So all of that stuff, um, have it all on the show notes page. Just a lot there. So make sure you go look at it because that's a lot of information there, and um. Yeah, man. Well, I'll be honest, man. I really appreciate you uh, sharing that stuff and coming on the show. And uh, y'all make sure you go check out vthreat.com. I checked it out and you got a lot of information up there. So uh, it's it's really cool. And it's really, uh, I'll be honest, some of the stuff I was lost just because I'm not really a tech guy. But it was still, uh, it was still kind of, uh, some of the stuff was so easy to understand for sure. And And, and if y'all need any security... I don't know how uh, how big an account you got to have to work with this uh, superstar, uh, the the Steve Jobs of enterprise security. <laughs> no, nah, but so, uh, yeah, anybody can hit me up. Uh, I'm on I'm on Twitter. Uh, I'm heavy on Twitter. Uh, Marcus J Carey is my Twitter handle. Uh, <clears throat> I'm usually talking about Twitter, and lately I'm talking a lot about politics. Uh, <laughs> me to laugh lately are you talking about the uh the the hack for the election oh <laughs> the whole every, you know i'm kind of more of a libertarian when it comes to politics uh yeah, me too me too yeah so but you know so i don't really like either major party so but uh yeah so besides that uh you can hit me up uh on twitter i respond to pretty much everybody that it ever hits me up uh, and I, I follow pretty much people that I engage with. So yeah, hit me up on Twitter, Marcus J. Carey. Alrighty. So did you have to pay somebody for that name or did you just steal it from something? <laughs> Cause I mean, to have your actual name on Twitter is pretty rare now, unless you jumped on there super duper early. Yeah, I was kind of, I've been on there for a while. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Cool deal. Cool deal. Yeah. So y'all hit them up on, uh, and they can hit you up on telegram too, right? Well, I don't have, I don't think I have a public account on there. Oh, so. okay. Okay. Yeah. I really don't know how Telegram works that much. And I know like a lot of people don't really use it and, uh, trying to get it popping, but I mean, I, I, I like it though. I love, I love Telegram. So Telegram, if you don't know already, you might know from listening to the show, it's a, 
it's a it's a what I call out of bound out of out of band communications. It's all encrypted. Uh, so if you're you're discussing something that you're you know you think sensitive, uh, Telegram is a good option. I use Telegram uh, as well. Gotcha. How it works is somebody has to have your phone number for the most part. So if we have both have the same cell phone, or you can get introduced, and and uh, that's how me and Jason met. We we got introduced to the same person. I mean, it's, we have, you know mutual acquaintance. They introduced us on Telegram, yep. but uh, on Telegram you could actually say, "Don't be able to discover me as well." So I don't I don't know if I'm publicly discoverable on, oh, okay. on Telegram. I got you. But, yeah. So it's a good opportunity for if you're worried about the government, you know, snooping in on you or whatever, Big Brother. Uh, Telegram's a good option. Gotcha. And as a libertarian, most of us try to stay away from that. <laughs> All righty. Well, yeah, y'all hit him up, Marcus J. Carey on uh, on on Twitter. And uh, if you have any questions about tech or anything like that, and uh, and brother, I really appreciate you being on the show and uh, taking your time out. I know you're probably a very busy man, and um. So yeah, man. So I uh, thank you again, and uh, and thanks and God bless. Alrighty, that was the interview with Mr. Marcus Carey. I want to thank him again for being on the show. He shared a lot of great things. Uh, even the show, the Prophet, that was mentioned on here, I checked it out. That that show is really, really, really good. I really like it. So I do recommend you checking it out if you're able to. And uh, thankfully, you know, with time on the cable, I can DVR and watch it that way. It's actually on demand. So if you have time on the cable, make sure you're looking that up. And and yeah, man, really, really smart guy. I enjoyed the conversation. And uh, the interesting thing is before we even started recording for the podcast, he had asked me, he said, how much can I talk about God? Like, is, is, is that okay? Is there anything off limits talking about my faith and, you know, my relationship with God and how he worked all these things together for the good? And I was like, no, nah, man, that's completely cool. I encourage it, actually. It's funny because some of my interviews, as you notice, some are very like focused on God and some not so much, but everybody's Christian. So, and, and I love that. I love that people can do that on the show because I hear a lot of other podcasts where it's not real prevalent in the conversation. So anyway, uh, and, and I hope you enjoy it too. And it allows people to kind of hear that faith connection attached to the business side of everything, which is very, very important. But anyway, uh, yeah, make sure you check them out, vthreat.com. Uh, all the show notes are going to be provided for you on businesswithbordo.com, uh, as well as you know show notes from the other previous interviews I've done. You can check those out there as well. And before we go this week, I do want to thank uh, our patrons for the show, Mr. Aaron Simpkins over at True Strength Apparel. Shout out to them. Uh, we're working on a way to be able to get you some free t-shirts. So make sure you head over to truestrengthapparel.com and figure out what you like, because if you're able to get one on uh, on behalf of the show, then I want you to know what you are going to get. So anyway, and I also want to shout out to WordPress Stan over at wpstan.com. You can check him out if you need some uh, help with WordPress design, uh, the functionality of doing a WordPress website, and he even helps with security for that stuff too. So yeah, man, uh, I think that's it for this week. I don't want to hold you up too much more. I do want to thank you for listening to the show. It's incredible that you rock with me every single week or that you share it, uh, leave comments or whatever. And uh, if you are on iTunes, if you want to go over there and shoot a rating and review, that'd be awesome. But even by listening to the show, you really help out because it lets me know that this is content that people want, which honestly to me is super important. And um, 
you know, discoverability, I'm not going to hit top 50, top 100 business podcasts. I, I completely understand that. But as long as it's helping you and you can use this information and these things to help further your business and your career, that is what's really important to me. So anyway, uh, it's all, you know, Christian family, brothers and sisters in Christ. And I love all of y'all. I thank you for rocking with me this week, and we'll see you back next week. Thanks. And God bless.